today we'll talk about just the uh, top areas of need for the Jaguars as we head into the NFL draft next week and how some of the uh, visits they've done with some of the, the different prospects kind of align with those uh, players and then we'll talk through kind of what I think they will do and what I hope they will do in day one two and three on draft day uh, so starting out with our top areas of need and kind of how the different player visits um, that they've conducted so far align with those uh, so uh, we all kind of know what the different areas of need for the Jaguars are. Obviously, um, edge, rusher, uh, offensive line, particularly in the uh, left guard, center, uh, maybe tackle area. Um, running back, wide receiver, obviously a big area of need. Tight end, a big area of need. Uh, on the defensive side, I already mentioned edge rusher, um, defensive tackle comes to mind, linebacker depth, I would say as well, and then this depth in cornerback and safety as well, uh, and then possibly like a punter or a kicker specialist-wise if those are able to come available to you. Um Looking at some of the, the player visits that they've had, they've obviously visited with a bunch of different players, whether that's uh, at the Combine, during, um, uh, in some kind of virtual meeting, or actually having them at, having the different players at the uh, team facilities here in Jacksonville, or like in a private workout setting. Um, the names that are standing out, and we'll kind of use this to segue right into uh, kind of talking about what are they going to do in the draft, um, actually on day one, two, and three. Um, the names that are standing out are the guys that they've visited with more than once. Um, I think looking at these player visits really gives you a good idea of who they're interested in because these are the guys that they have already done their their film study on they've already uh, started to, to look out on tape and they've stood out enough to them on tape to devote the time and travel and you know monetary resources to either travel those players to Jacksonville or travel a scout or a coach to a uh, the combine or to a um, a team combine a college combine to visit these players individually. So I think these are the guys that um, really kind of stand out to the Jaguars, and these are the guys that we could see possibly be picked by the Jaguars if they are available to them. Um, at the various picks that the Jaguars select at during the draft. So talking day one, obviously the Jaguars currently hold the first overall pick. Uh, so they are on the clock right now, really. 
if you think about it. Um, the names, we've all heard the names that have been kind of thrown around out there. Um, Aiden Hutchinson, uh, defensive end from Michigan. Um, Trayvon Walker, defensive end from Georgia. Kwan Thibodeau from Oregon, and then also uh, on the offensive side, we've heard a couple tackles been mentioned. Uh, Neil from Alabama, and also Ikem Ekwanu. I probably butchered that name. But he's an offensive tackle from NC State. So a couple different names uh, touted there for that first overall pick. And obviously, uh, only fitting into two of those categories, so either tackle or edge. Um, I, I think the tackle position, I'm going to go ahead and just roll that off the board. Um, I don't see any official visits to Neil of Alabama, so I, I don't think the Jaguars are, are completely interested in him right now. Um Ekwanu from NC State, interestingly enough, they have visited with multiple times. So they are, seems like they are very interested in him. Um, but I, I kind of feel like they are trending towards going with a defensive end and edge rusher with that first overall pick. Um, obviously, from a fan perspective, we want to see them go wide receiver to kind of help out. Trevor Lawrence in the offensive on the offensive side of the ball. Um, I don't feel like there's a wide receiver that's worthy of that number one overall pick. Unfortunately, um, I, I feel like the 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 only way that a first a first pick for the Jaguars is a wide receiver is if they drop back in the draft if they trade with somebody. Uh, to kind of fall back in the draft a little bit, maybe in the the later top ten of the fir- in the first round, or maybe even in the in the early teens. Um, but uh, unfortunately, I I have heard the reports also that there's not a whole lot of teams sort of beating down the Jaguars' door to get up to that first overall pick because. There's just not a quarterback in this draft. There's, you know, there's obviously Malik Willis, who seems to be the overwhelming favorite um, quarterback right now uh, to go as the first quarterback taken overall. But it doesn't seem like anybody is sort of clamoring to jump up to the first overall pick to take him. Um, and I don't feel like there's any other real um people at the top of this draft that people are just kind of teams are just jumping all over themselves to trade away a, a bunch of draft capital or a big name player to get to the top of the draft to to select so i think the jaguars are going to probably end up having to stick with that number one overall pick make a selection so Let's talk realistically. Let's talk about ultimately on April 28th, 8 o'clock p.m. roundabouts when the, when the commissioner walks up to the stage, officially puts the Jaguars on the clock, the clock starts running. Who are they going to select? 
Now, I I feel like even though they have visited with Ekwanu from NC State multiple times, I just don't feel like that's the pick. Um, with Cam Robinson officially signing the uh, the franchise tag last week and you being kind I don't think you're bringing in a first overall pick to pay to play right tackle and I don't think you're moving Cam Robinson over to right tackle so I don't think you're going to bring in Ekwanu to be a backup with the first overall pick um, unless you're just really you can't find anybody else to draft with that position. You want that first overall pick to be an impact player. You want them to be on the field actually impacting your team. So I think we have to go to one of those three uh, defensive end edge rusher players. So that brings you back to Aiden Hutchinson from Michigan, Kayvon Thibodeau from Oregon, and... Trayvon Walker from Georgia. So, I'm going to roll out Thibodeau. They have not visited with him, to my knowledge. I don't feel like he's the pick. Uh, I feel like he's got a lot of speed. I feel like he's a twitchy type line. Or he's more of like a molded, he molded more like a linebacker in an edge rusher role. Um, I don't feel like he kind of fits our scheme. So, ruling out Thibodeau. So, that leaves you with Hutchinson versus Trayvon Walker. I want to be honest with you. I think the smoke around Trayvon Walker is not smoke. I think it's real. I think the Jaguars are going to take Trayvon Walker first overall. I think he has gotten two visits. He's gotten a private workout with the Jaguars. Um, he's gotten a private visit with the Jaguars. So, he's he's had a player to team workout he's had a visit to the facilities they like him they are very interested in this kid and I feel like he's the pick I feel like they've they've spent a lot of time analyzing him and they like what they see so they've spent a lot of extra time and effort evaluating him and I feel like he's probably going to be the guy they pick. Hutchinson kind of reminds me of J.J. Watt in a way. And that can't really be denied. But uh, I, I just don't see it with him. I, I think there's enough, there's enough things you see on tape with him that are flawed that you don't see as much with Walker. Um that you that make you kind of steer towards Walker being the pick. So I'm gonna call it right now. I think the Jaguars stick with the first overall pick and they will take Trayvon Walker number one overall from Georgia um, on Thursday night next week. Moving into the second round, I really hope this second round pick is either their future left guard slash center or a wide receiver to help out um, to help out Trevor Lawrence. Uh, just looking at some of the visits they've already taken 
for wide receivers. So it looks like guys that they expect, for wide receivers at least, it looks like guys they expect to be around in the second round. So And they're going to be picking at the top of the second round, number 33 overall. Uh, so official visits they've made, they visited with Traylon Burks, uh, wide receiver from Arkansas at the Combine. Um, just running through my list here. John Mechie, the third wide receiver from Alabama, actually visited the facilities here. He's a little bit of a, a different um, type of situation. He may be available later, maybe on day three. Um, so that might be one they can wait on. Uh, they might be able to grab him in maybe the third round because he does have an injury. So teams might stay a little bit more away from him. Those are the only two wide receivers I see on my list. But obviously there's going to be some other guys that are going to fall into that um, second round. Uh, as far as guards, offensive tackles, uh, centers that they've looked at, visited with, um, Ekwanu, that guy's not going to fall past the top ten. Um, they have visited with Dylan Parnham uh, from uh, a center slash guard from Memphis. Uh, he got a, a private visit to the facility. Tyler Smith from Tulsa is an offensive tackle. Matt Walensko, probably butchered that name, from North Dakota was an offensive tackle. He did a, a virtual visit. Uh, Rashid Walker, offensive tackle from Penn State, did a, uh, a visit here to the facilities. So uh, a couple of tackles. Um, that Dylan Parnham guy is, is a guy that I, I really am interested in. Um, he's a center guard combination. I've seen different sites list him both ways as either a center or a, gu or a guard. And he's a guy that could probably fall into the third day as well. Um, so this is obviously a guy that they are interested in. Um, otherwise, they wouldn't be visiting with him. So do they... I, I think you're going to see them either take in that second in that second day, the second round, uh, take either a the best available wide receiver or the best available guard because those are two areas that they need draft starters. They need guys that they're drafting to start for them. So those are positions that they need guys to instantly step in and, and be impact players for them. Um, so moving into day three, which is the fourth through the seventh round, um, we'll look at filling out some of those, these other positions and look at these other guys that they've talked to that could potentially fall into those uh, later rounds. Uh, tight end is one. Uh, they, they talked to a couple guys. I don't know exactly where they might fall as far as round placement goes, but I'll just reel through. Uh, some of the, the tight ends that they've talked to as far as visits go. Um, 
Isaiah Likely from Coastal Carolina. They visited at the Combine. Trey McBride from Colorado State. They visited uh, here at the facilities. Um, and that's it. They've only visited two tight ends. So only two on their radar as far as visits go. But I, I do think teams are kind of limited with the amount of visits they can officially take. So that could be factoring in a little in a little bit as far as who they're able to talk to in that capacity. Um, obviously, tight end is an area of need. They did sign Evan Ingram uh, in the offseason, but always want to be looking towards the future with that position and, and adding uh, some, some pieces there to make sure that position is getting a little bit better uh, going forward. Uh, I, I don't think this is something they address in either day, obviously not day one, but probably not in day two either. I think this is a day three add. Um, and just seeing if they can find somebody like that diamond in the rough type player that maybe needs a little bit of time to develop, um, but could potentially be a good pass catcher going forward. Uh, running backs is another one they, they've had a couple different visits um, with uh, Tyron Davis-Price from LSU as well as Hassan Haskins from Michigan. Um, Price Davis-Price was in for an official visit to, to the Jacksonville facilities and then Haskins did a virtual meeting with the team. Um, so this is another one. Uh, running back is, is another kind of depth add. You obviously have James Robinson and ETN coming back from injury. Uh, I think these guys are, are you're looking to add running back really as depth and maybe as change of pace type things. Um, ETN and Robinson are, are kind of different players. I, I, view Robinson more as your traditional running back, your workload type guy, ETN more of your, your flashy catch the pass out of the backfield type running back. You really need the depth guy. You need the guy that'll take the a little bit more of the workload off the two of them and also the guy that will be able to take the workload workload if one of those two get injured. So this is not a huge area of need. Uh, these two players that I just went through may not be available. And if that's the case, I could definitely see them adding somebody else they haven't seen on an official visit. But I, I do feel like they're going to add a running back somewhere in this draft. Um, other players they've looked at, I'll just kind of go through the rest of their visits that we haven't talked about so far. Um, Percy Butler, a safety from Louisiana Lafayette. Zach Carter, a defensive end from Florida. Uh, just running through my list. Kirby Joseph, a safety from Illinois. Derek Stingley, cornerback from LSU. Kwai Walker, a linebacker from Georgia. And Malik Willis, uh, quarterback from Liberty, talked about him. And then Perion Winfrey, a defensive tackle from Oklahoma. So, 
I'll just go ahead and, and start with Derek Stingley and Malik Willis. They're not getting either one of these guys. Derek Stingley's probably going to go somewhere in the first round. Um, that's probably one of your better cornerbacks in this draft, and I really that seems like a that seems like a visit that's just strictly there in case you do trade back somewhere in the middle of the first round and you don't have an option to to get one of your areas of need. Um, Malik Willis. I really don't know why that's there. I really don't know why they visited with him. Um, other than maybe just to create some illusion of being interested. Uh, other than that, I'm not sure. Uh, I don't know if you're just trying to stir up some controversy and and see if you can get some bites for some teams that might be interested in Malik to, to jump up to the number one to take him so the Jaguars don't. But I'm not sure why they would visit with him. Uh, it looks like they only visited with him at the Combine, so that might be just a, a hey, how you're doing type thing. Um, yeah, other, other positions that we talked about there, just linebackers, safeties, some more defensive ends, a defensive tackle, all all continue to be areas of need. You know, trying to shore up the back end of that defense, trying to um, shore up really all levels of the defense. I should say, uh, the running game, tighten up the middle of the defensive line, tighten up the the linebacker core, make sure that um, you have you know some established depth. Quay Walker would be a great add, I feel like, from Georgia. But I feel like that's probably going to have to be a, a, a third-round pick, and a, maybe you're going to have some other areas of need to address that would take you away from taking um, Quay Walker in, instead of um, – or taking somebody else instead of Quay Walker uh, with that third-round pick. Um so yeah, just a, a bunch of different guys they've seen. Again, I, I think they're probably going to go with Trayvon Walker with the first overall pick. I just feel like all the smoke is not really smoke. I think that's that's where it's trending towards. Um, we will come back in a couple weeks here um, in the first week of May and do a full recap of all the draft picks the Jaguars made and how they kind of fit into the team structure and where we think they're going to fit in um, on the team itself. Um, and just do a recap of the draft overall and how it went, you know, if any big trades went down, and um, just a recap of all the players the Jaguars have added through the draft. And as we get ready for rookie mini camps and then the little bit of a lull before we get into um, the full player mini camps and then into training camp. And um, we get ready to roll into the season as it finally starts to ramp up as we get into next season. Um until then, I hope everybody has a good time watching the draft next week. And as always, go Jacks as we get into next season. Um, 
until then, I hope everybody has a good time watching the draft next week. And as always, go Jacks.